everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio every Monday from 6 to 8 p.m. Very excited to bring you guys comedians and their new jokes. We're going to wait a little bit for the throngs of comedians to come in. Today was a little weird. Had some credit card switches and missed some bills. And we don't have Wi-Fi for a minute, so sorry about that, Mutiny Radio listeners. I broke the Wi-Fi. <laughs> because I forgot to pay a bill. Hey, everybody, that ever happened to you? Cool. Maybe we could write a joke about it together tonight on the Joke Workshop here at Mutiny Radio every Monday from 6 to 8. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. The way that it works is that the throngs of comedians are coming, and they are going to bring their new material to you. And a lot of them are new comedians, which means that all of their material is new. So, yay, that's fine, too. And they do jokes for four minutes, and I time them. And then my horn is around here somewhere, and it goes, wow, wow. That, that was me being my horn. I'll have to find it in a second. But that means you have a minute. So if you're a new comedian, what does a minute feel like? Yay, that's what you learn here on the Joke Workshop. Uh, but we do four-minute sets with four-minute critiques. There are microphones strewn about the audience. There's also some in here. And we ask that when you give comments, which we hope you do, I take notes. I hope other people take notes. This is a really constructive space where we can learn and be all like, whoopity do! I went to graduate school and this is what we used to do. <laughs> We'd all get in a room and get really, well, I got really high. I'm always really high. But then we'd like listen to each other's poems and shit. And that was pretentious and dumb. But here we do it with comedy because that is way better. And we can change the world by not being pretentious and dumb. So please take notes um, on your fellow comedians. And then at the end of those four minutes, we have a time. It's just all the microphones are open and you can talky talk. And if you're on stage, you can also guide the responses. If you're not getting what you want, ask questions. Say, hey, I did this joke. What did you think about that? Did you find the dog distracting? Did you notice we have a tiny baby piano now on top of the other piano? Uh, all kinds of exciting things. But um, we'll talk about it. And remember, be nice to each other. If you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Nice, fluffy brioche bun compliment on the top. And then the stuff. And then a nice... Because we really do want to be supportive because none of us are getting paid. Yay! Yay! Uh, we're going to listen to some music for a little bit while uh, we get everything set up. But we'll be right back with the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Yay! Six, six, five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, it's the E-N-C to the Y-M-E Dynamite and that be me And I hold it down for the galaxy of the Milky Way Or should I say, say Milky Bay, Bay. Every A, A Northern California A Put your hands up high and make them wave I'm taking all y'all to outer space Bay. Get into my ship, ship, ship Come on, take a trip, trip, trip Pedal to the flow, flow, flow And we out in my U-F-O Get into my ship, ship, ship Come on, take a trip, trip, trip Pedal to the flow, flow, flow And we out in my UFO Get into my ship, ship, ship Come on, take a trip, trip, trip Pedal to the flow, flow, flow And we out in my UFO
Alright everybody So first what are we listening to in the fills This is Enzyme Dynamite Alright It was just on the track I'm like oh we'll pick up Enzyme Dynamite So we'll be listening to that in the fills tonight It's called Enzyme Stereo Unison By The Sultan of Slap Presents Enzyme Dynamite So that's what's playing in the fills tonight Yay I can't find my um so I'll make that noise into the microphone when you're at three minutes. Uh, no one signed up first. So, so what does that mean? Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. My new jokes aren't jokes yet. They're just all like, they're trying to deal with life and it's not funny yet. I have to do, once a month I do a set um, that's specifically for myself and my own mental health. It has nothing to do at all with comedy. I do that once a month. I usually do it on Tuesday nights at OMG. What a beautiful and wonderful space that is. Uh, I probably will do it tomorrow night. But uh, just for the other comedians out there, if you're like, oh, how do you come up with jokes? So once a month I do a set that's specifically not I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just trying to make myself feel better because like, I don't want to kill myself. No, I mean, I'm not suicidal, but it's it, it helps me just talk through issues with like my parents not care. But, you know, I'm fucking I turned 44 this year. Like I still care about my parents. Fuck me. All right. I've burned enough time. You're a first comedian. He's a new guy. He has a super cool name, though. I'm very excited to uh, announce him up first. We should get the guys from outside inside because the joke workshop is all about community and paying attention to each other. It really is, I swear. We're gonna, we're getting started, Pete Ballmer. What a, and what a supportive guy this is and how amazing his jokes have been. Uh, he's really grown in the past six weeks. The whole new Chinese thing you're doing is super unique and super amazing and it takes you out of the sea of white comedians. It's really hard to be a white guy comedian, right? Because, I mean, it's easy for Jackson because he's in a wheelchair. But like for other people who don't have like a gimmick, not that it's a gimmick, I'm sorry, I'm such a dick. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like gimmick, but I meant... It's hard to be a white guy comedian because you all kind of look the same, especially if you have a beard. Now, one of the things about Pete Palmer is he doesn't have a beard, so that differentiates him from the other guys, but he's still white and tall. And that thing about speaking Chinese, you're killing it. He is not the first person up. I was just sort of giving him compliments because we were waiting for everyone to come in. Yeah. Yes. Another comedian who I've seen bloom in the past six weeks, Hunter Uniac. He's like, seriously, like you went from like being a guy who now you're like so confident on stage and you'd say like anything you say is funny now. It's great. I you really, you have a great, and it like in the past six weeks, he bloomed. I feel the same way. Pete, Pete did it like it took you a little longer, but Pete's new Chinese. He speaks Chinese. Like, give him a break. <laughs> like, he's so fucking smart. It's a really fun way to let everybody know that you're smart without being like, I'm fucking smart, assholes, laughing my jokes. Okay. Uh, your first comedian. That's It's it's hard because you don't want to put off your audience. I've had that problem. Where I'm like, I'm the smartest person alive. Why aren't you laughing at my jokes? Uh, your first. Smarter than you <laughs> Your first comedian of the night. We're going to listen to his jokes. I'm super excited. Put your hands together for Wyatt Fiergato. Hey. 
No, like, which one's on? Oh, this is on. Oh, we're good. All right, cool. Yeah. For some reason, uh, people always think that I'm trustworthy when in reality they shouldn't trust me at all. Like, the other day I was at this bar, and this girl who I never met before came up to me, and she was like, hey, there's this really creepy guy hitting on me. Can you pretend to be my boyfriend so he'll go away? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, of course I would do that for you. So anyway, a little bit later, I see her there at the bar, and there is a really creepy guy just aggressively hitting on her. So I go up to him, and I'm like, hey, asshole, that's my girlfriend. How about a three-way? I really hate it when I'm watching a movie and the black guy dies first. But other than that, I really enjoy BBC necrophilia porn. I did that at Tommy T's and the, the crowd was pretty much all black. And then just this woman who's like a 50 year old black lady just went like, no. <laughs> that shit was so funny. That shit was so funny. Oh my God. It was a new joke, but I liked it. I was like, oh, good fuck, you know? I don't know. I was at the optometrist the other day, and I realized that if I were an optometrist, I would make my advertisements blurry, you know? I felt like that'd be good. And, no, and then the optometrist was like, hey, man, you need glasses. I was like, okay. He's like, your glasses are only going to, your insurance is only going to pay for half your glasses. I was like, okay, then I'll get a monocle. How about that? I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, yeah. I, you know, you ever see those like commercials? I always see them. The ones that are like, uh, the Viagra Cialis commercials, the ones that are like, uh, if you have an erection lasting longer than two hours, call your doctor, you know? Well, I know I'm kind of young, but I did, I took the pill and, uh, my, I did have an erection last longer than two hours, so I called my doctor and I was like, hey, come over. <laughs> that, was, that shit was fun. I don't know. Yeah, I realized, I realized for pedophiles, like, prison is hell, but juvie's heaven, you know? I was like, I don't even know that's a joke. It's just a thing I realized and shit. I don't know. I remember in, uh, in middle school, I had one of those, like, I, my, like, my basketball coach, he was a huge influence on me. I don't know. He, he was, like, he wasn't one of those coaches that would, like, give out participation trophies and stuff. He was, he was the opposite. He was, like, a realist, you know? And uh, I don't know. He, he had a big influence. He was a big influence on me. I still remember this saying he had. It was, it was crazy. It was, like, there is no B, C, D, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, N, O, P, Q, R, S, U, V, X, Y, in team. Oh, I fuck. I mean, Z. That's a stupid fucking joke, anyway. That's <laughs> just weird. I don't know. Yeah, some people, I don't know if you guys know this, some people actually think that Jesus was white from all the blood loss. That's true. <laughs> yes, made up for that shitty ass joke that I said before. I don't know. The female body, like, astounds me. Like, my, my girlfriend has a life growing inside of her. Yikes. Yeast. Yeah, shouldn't should have done that bell or whatever that was. I don't know. She was weird. Oh, oh, dope. I thought you'd give me the light. Cool. Yeah. So I remember, like, uh, I, I'm in college. First time I got to college, like, we went to like a party, right? And this is my first party, and I I overdressed. Like, I wore a jacket, and I didn't need it. So what I did once I got to the party, because it was hot as fuck in there, I took it off and I tied it around my waist. You know what I mean? Like, it does not look good, but I tied her on my waist, and then after, like, later in the party, this girl was grinding on me, and she was like, oh, you have, like, such a big bulge, 
And it was, uh, yeah, this is a, I have one mail left. I'll work on that shit. All right, bye. Out the front door. Wyatt Fergato. Yay. Yeah. Yay. You stay up there. You stay up oh, there. Dope. It's a joke it's workshop. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a workshop. Yeah, so I, I'll start and then you guys can fight over them. I have a couple things. You, uh, I, th- I really, I really enjoyed, you're a good joke writer. You had a lot of jokes in there and I think that there's just some tweaking you need to do. Uh, with Trustworthy, it's a really great opener because it makes us like you and that's great because you say some really disturbing things. <laughs> and then after you say the three-way, which I love the setup for it and I love it that you're the wingman everybody trusts you um i would say something about trustworthy and like would you like to have a trustworthy three-way or i because you open with trustworthy i'd bring yeah. it back as like a callback because it's funny that yeah, you're okay and then i have an exclamation point after it looks like monarch i don't know what the morning i don't know what that says monocle monocle that's what it says and as an exclamation i really liked that joke i oh, thought thanks. that was really cute um uh, this is just a fact I can give you um, that has nothing to do with it, but it might inform your joke. Uh, dogs, when they have an erection for more than like six hours, you put sugar on the pink crayon. Really? It's, it works with cats the too. pink crayon. If you have a cat or a dog with a pink crayon that lasts for too long for weird reasons, veterinarians will say, oh, just sprinkle sugar on it. And for whatever reason, the sugar makes the pink crayon go away. Now, really? I don't know if that, it's absolutely true. My, my ex-husband... Like, My ex-husband was a veterinarian, so I know weird things. Oh, but, I should done. All right. But I'm just, it's just a fact that yeah, can inform yeah. you. But I enjoyed where you were going with the erection and the two hours and being young. I thought that was cute. People, Other people can go, but I have more things, too. I feel like a jerk. All right. Um, I like that. Uh, what was it? The, the around the waistband thing? With the, you said you were tying your sweater around the waistband? Yeah. Yeah, like that's something a lot of like Princeton guys do. Or so you can maybe say like, I want to make like a joke about that. And then to piggyback on Pam's thing about the trust me. Like I feel like the tag would be like out there for the threesome. Don't worry, I'm tested, I'm clean. You can trust me. That <laughs> no. would be it, you know? And then Jackson. Yeah. Um, the there's no letters in team one. Uh, the I would do a, I'm sorry I had to spell that joke out for you. Just as a, like a cheap, cheap get out yeah, yeah. of that one. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Spell that joke out. Uh, the, uh, the pedophiles in, in juvenile. I feel like uh, I actually went to boarding school with a kid who was uh, there, there for molesting his little sister. So I think you could come at that one the other angle. Like you come at it backwards and land. In, in in the in the teen in the yeah I, I don't even know what the setup would be. I, I have it I have it for him actually I have it as you wanted it's a pedophile taking the SAT and it's prison is to hell as juvie is to blank <laughs> and good. the answer is uh, heaven yeah, yeah yeah because it's a pedophile yeah, taking an SAT it. class that's well that, that's what I came with I wrote it it was right I was like I missed another joke because I was like writing this down I'm like oh my god it's an SAT joke because you're also very young so you just recently took the SAT but Prison is to hell as juvie is to heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so I, I thought I could fix that joke. Oh, if you leave a bigger pause before blood loss, holy fuck, that joke is stellar. Right. Thanks. Like just a bigger pause uh, before blood loss. And then also with the life growing inside you, yeast, another great joke. Just have a good pause. And I'm sorry I messed with you with the, with the thing, but... Yeah, a menopause. <laughs> is that when you get more yeast infections? I don't know. But both of those jokes were think, really well written. Right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. 
Other comments? Uh. Fuck me, me. What you looking for? Wyatt, yay. Oh. Uh, also, all of this is being recorded, and I will tag you on Facebook if we're friends, and then you can listen to it and be like, oh, that's all the stuff that happened. How nice. And you can listen to your excellent set because you really had a good one. Your next comedian, I already pumped him up with praise earlier. Uh, he He's also a really great joke writer. I'm excited to see what he's brought this week. Everybody, put your hands together for Pete Ballmer. Prepare to be disappointed. What's up, assholes? I'm really smart. She said that earlier. I'm not. It's not a joke that I'm doing. Uh, I am red, green, colorblind, though. Anybody here red, green, colorblind? 8% of dudes. There's not. A, there's a decent chance that one of you, but I guess I'm the one. Uh, it's a fun thing. It's 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 like super not a big deal. Um, I, you know, uh, it doesn't really come up in my day to day life. I forget about it unless somebody like asks me to sort their bell peppers for them which isn't a thing that happens. Um, some people think it's a big deal, though. Some people are like, what, you're red, green, color, blind? How do you even drive? Because, like, stoplights and stuff. And I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret today. The red one is on top. <laughs> Bet you didn't fucking know that. Everybody here walking around with their non-colorblind privilege. I made a song for you guys. So you can all remember this. Because uh, if the light's on the top, then you have to stop. And if the light is on the bottom, then fucking drive. There's people behind you. <laughs> Some people, yeah, another thing people do when they find out I'm regularly colorblind, and this one I don't like at all, um, is they will point at an object nearby me that is presumably red or green, and they will ask me what color it is. Which I think is rude, because they're just asking me to get a question wrong that they came up with. I don't do that to you. I'm not like, hey, are you my best friend? Like, it's no, no answer in that question. But I'm a nice guy, you know, so I'll give them a guess. I'll give them a guess. I'll be, and it goes one of two ways. Either I get it right. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, either I get it wrong, which people love, because then they could be like, oh, you fucking dumbass. It's not red. It's green. And I'm like, oh, wow. Won't get that wrong again. Um, or I get it right, which people are less stoked on, because then they're like, oh, what? I thought, how did you know that? How did you know that was green? I thought you were red, green, colorblind. I'm like, yeah, I'm not probability blind. <laughs> I had a 50 50 chance, and I fucking knocked it out of the park. Quiz me on my Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, and I'm not going to be good at that either. I don't know. I don't know how to end that joke. Um, I'm a Jewish folk. That's not how you say that. Any Jews in here? Yeah. No Jews, yeah. You can know what I'm, I'm half Jewish, which is why I said that, uh, said it like that, um, which doesn't count uh, depending on how Jewish you are. So I don't know if you guys knew this. There's three tiers of Judaism. There's Reformed Jews, which are just in it for the networking. There's conservative Jews, which is often a misnomer. And then there's the Hasidic Jews, which is like the rabbi curls guys who are just in it for the suffering. Uh, and the more Jewish you get, the less Jewish you want other people to be. So by Reformed Jewish standards, and this is such a long-winded fucking thing, but by Reformed Jewish standards, I am Jewish, but by Hasidic, I'm not. No punchline there. This is why we're at the workshop. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm Jewish. I was at a bat mitzvah recently, uh, which is, if you don't know, it is the coming of age ceremony for, oh, yeah. She's had, she got her bat mitzvah coming up. She's like, don't spoil the surprise. Mark, I don't think she likes you. Um, I was at this coming of age ceremony for a young woman, and they do that at, at 13, which I think is too young. I think no grass on the field shouldn't be celebrating that. And uh, let's see. Uh, I have a whole other thing. Why don't I talk about this? Um, I like babies. I like babies. I think babies are really cute because I have normal instincts that you evolve to have. Um, 
And so whenever I see a baby, I'll kind of get up in its face and bother it. Like, and I'll like ask for a high five or something. And usually they don't respond well to this. They're not into it, which, and then like if they're with their parents, which they usually are, they feel the need to re- like <laughs> apologize. Their parents would be like, oh, sorry about that. He's feeling shy today. I'm like, no, he's not. I'm terrifying. I'm a fucking giant weird monster who's holding a hand at him like this that is so much bigger than his hand. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't know what to do or want to do anything with that either. All right. Um, I'm a messy guy. I'm a messy guy. Uh, by some, some people think that I don't think I'm a messy guy. Because uh, one man's trash is my treasure, and all the trash on my room is just food and clothes. And all right, I don't have anything to go with that. Okay, cool. That's a hell of a set. I'm gonna end it there. Speedballer! Yay! Okay, I took tons of notes, and I have lots of stuff. I want to go first. I'm sorry. Cool. I can start with that last joke. I can fix that joke for you. The trash one, which no, had no punchline. No, with punch the babies. Oh. With oh. the babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's where you bring your Thomas the Train Engine thing is. Oh, is that you're yeah. scared of them until you do a quote from Thomas the Train. So you yes. look at the baby That's and right. you're terrifying the fucking baby. Yeah. And then you go like. But I have a cartoon face. So it's But no, perfect. but you say a line from Thomas the Train. You yeah. just have to do a tiny bit of research oh, yeah, and find okay. a good Thomas the Train line. That's perfect. And actually. say Thank it. You. Yeah. And then all the babies love you. And yeah. they're like, who the fuck like, is oh, this, this guy? This guy fucking gets it. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Going backward from there. Um. With the Jewy, they actually have four tiers. Oh, do geez. okay, no, I'm a but do Jew. the no. You had the fir- do the first two, but then have the third be funny, like also that they oh, cry right. all the time. And then the third, right? And then the fourth is actually, you know. So you went. I could probably skip the middle one also because I don't have a joke for but that. But no, but do do like instead of saying three tiers, say four tiers, yeah. and then make the third one something ridiculous. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So yeah. like because they're all like we're all crying about the Holocaust, but we still are. I just watched a bunch of stuff about World War II and it was very upsetting. But like twenty-seven million Russians died, and nobody's crying about them now, are they? Nope. Uh, no, backing not. up. Sorry. Uh, hey, shoe man, you talked about colorblindness. Why not turn that into a crowd work thing? The man who made people take off their fucking shoe, and you weren't like, what color is that over there? Look at the. Look at on the piano. Yeah. Look at the new baby piano I found on the street. What color is that? I do like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, red? Yes! 50%! Woo! But you could play oh, a I'm game. Sorry. That was so unnecessary but, and no, probably bad great. for the equitment. No, I didn't fun. think I was going to kick no, that, that was, far. It was great. I Okay. You're fine. You're fine. Cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking my, have my any depth perception. Is, okay. Fuck that joke and just do crowd work. Yep. Okay. Have cool. A, okay. That's a good suggestion. That's it. That's what, those are all okay. my. I, had, I think I had good suggestions today. Yay. Sweet. I'm done. Good catch, um, Hunter. I, right. I don't blame you for that. I just put it back when you were going for the kick. So that yeah, was like I was a bad. Kicking blind. All right. And then for the baby joke. Um, it was just me, but you made direct eye contact with me and I felt pregnant when you did it. Oh. So like, if you can just like single out a person and say, I like babies, I like babies. Yeah. I like babies. Just make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good call. I'll, I'll do that. I like that. Yeah, I was wondering what you were going to say about how you liked babies. Yeah, I, I, I kind of thought of that like 10 minutes ago and so I was like, I'll just fucking talk about this. But um, yeah, I have a good... Move, move on with that. I should say why I like babies. It's a creepy thing to say. All right. It was uh, a great set, though. It's yeah. really great new ideas, really great new places to go. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Thanks so much, Pam. Cool. Thanks, Yay! guys. Be- Yay! It's, it's a good day for you guys because I'm actually paying attention. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That's because there's no internet today. There's no Wi-Fi, so I, don't, I can't like distract myself with anything else except you. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for being here, Wyatt.
We'll see you again. Uh, your next comedian, uh, I'm glad he rolled on in to here. It's been a while since I've seen him and seen him do comedy, and I'm excited. I don't know if he's just going to turn around with a microphone or, oh no, he's doing it. He's getting up on, or he's, he's, it, here, here we go. Everybody, Jackson McBrayer! It's good to be back, guys. Uh, talking and some jokes. Here we go. Uh, I'm adopted. And I never understood the insult you're adopted. Like, bitch, I was picked. You were an accident. Like, I know how much my parents love me to a dollar fucking amount, and all you have is your parents' word. I know my parents lie to me, but I know they love me to a dollar amount. It's just better. I'm sorry you're not adopted. My friend was watching me play with my niece and nephew, and she was like, oh my god, you're so good with kids, you would make a great dad. I was like, that's a really nice compliment. But like, I don't want kids. Like, I get it. If, like, I accidentally had a kid, I'd be a good dad. And, like, accidents happen. Like, I exist. They, they occur. But, like, I do not understand having kids on purpose. Like, how narcissistic do you have to be to be like, the world needs more me in it. Yeah, that's great. Like, no, fuck that. Also, the other one that bothers me is in, in vitro fertilization. Like, yeah, it bothers me because I'm adopted. And, like, thousands of kids in America need adopting, but like, no, no, use science to impregnate yourself. That's fucking great. And really, all I'm saying is if you're debating about in vitro fertilization, just swallow and adopt. No? Okay, too far? Cool. I'm glad. I just want to know where the line is because I'm like, that's a good joke. Swallow your pride, I think might be better. Swallow your pride and adopt. Leave it, leave it hanging. Uh, <laughs> But I do, I do love fucking with people. I really do. Like one of my favorite things to do is when, uh, when I'm rolling to the bathroom and I have to take a shit and someone's in the handicap stall, like they always are, I just look very sad as they leave. And I'm like, that makes me feel good. Like making you uncomfortable makes me feel better because I still have to take a shit asshole. Uh, also if you piss on the seat like lift the seat up before you piss because when you piss all over the goddamn disabled stall like some cripple has to sit on your piss you're an asshole just letting you know um gentrification fucking sucks uh i bay area native any bay area natives here yeah i um i can't believe that people now uh have more shame working in the tech sector than working at mcdonald's like, I was talking to someone, they're like, oh, yeah, I work at McDonald's. It's really chill. Like, I, I, I smoke weed every day. I have an easy life. I asked someone what they do. They're like, I work in tech. And I was like, yeah, you should have more shame. That, that's a more shameful thing. Like, fuck you for gentrifying my home. Uh, I miss being able to live here. Uh, that's not funny. It's just accurate. I, uh, I started doing poetry. Uh, and poetry is a lot like comedy, except for some reason, it's really easy for me to make people sad. So poetry's just fucking easy. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is fun. I just make you feel any feeling, and I'm succeeding. Comedy's a lot harder. Like, if I'm not making you laugh, I'm fucking up. Like this, you know? But it's a room full of comics, so you're not real people. It doesn't count. Uh, it's good. Uh, but poetry, man, like, I was at a show, and I met this beautiful blonde British girl who was also in a wheelchair. And my friend goes, oh, my God, you would have beautiful crippled children. I was like, no, that, that, that's not how disability works. Like, if I want her to have my hypothetical crippled child, I'd have to encourage her to do what my birth mom did, which is a fuck ton of drugs. And funny story about that girl is she actually called me later and was like, yo, I just saw a documentary you were in, and it was a disability and sexuality documentary. And I was like, yeah, I'm that guy. But guys, 
someone knows of me because I was in a sex documentary. That's just kind of cool. There's no punchline there. My life is weird. Uh, thank you. I'm Jackson McBrayer. Jackson McBrayer, poet. Yeah, I, I agree, Jackson. I came from poetry, and as long as people are paying attention, not getting a drink, and they're looking at you, then you're, you're then you win. You win every time. Uh, I had a couple things. I, I, I always I always enjoy listening to you rant. I, I think that you couldn't have an extra joke on the dollar thing about your baby that you were like the first capitalist baby because you literally know how much you're worth or something like you're. I don't know, capitalist baby, something with dollars. Uh, after the world needs more me and you were being sarcastic, I thought you could have more there. Like, why are you a horrible person? Like, what would be like the things that you would point out? You'd be like, I mean, and you got to the sex stuff later, but you could be like a sex addict to like just list a bunch of shit. Because yeah. you, you basically stop it with like, the world needs more me and you're being funny about it. But then having a list of that would help me. So like list why I'm shitty or why? Yes, list list why you don't think the world would want more use. The irony is people do though. No, I know, but that's the thing. That's but that's what makes it because why else are you saying if we think if you say the world doesn't need more you then or I mean I know you're talking about everybody uh, else ooh. but I don't know. I just think that self-deprecation is a good thing. Is, 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 are you trying to, to uh, instead of making it about the audience, making it at them, make it about you? Is that what you're kind of saying there, maybe? Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's funny because, like, my friends are like, oh, you'd be a great dad. And I was like, yeah, yeah, if that accidentally happened. I mean, it's already embedded there in the beginning. I, I feel like there's a logical fallacy at play in your in vitro fertilization joke where if someone, where... Whereas swallow and adopt is a very funny punchline, but if someone is in need of a vitro fertilization, they can just take as many nuts as they want. <laughs> They're going to have trouble getting pregnant. I get it. Yeah. No, no. Okay, okay, fair. Yeah. It's a punchline. You're, that one needs a punchline for sure. You accidentally, you said you're an asshole, but the way you said you're an, it sounded like urine. Like, urine. So I didn't know if that was purposeful or just the way you said it, but it was like, you're an asshole. But then I was like, there's pee on the seat, urine. <laughs> it's spelled, it's a spelling joke. <laughs> yeah, if anything, uh, you remember how you were saying you started doing poetry and like, uh, you know the, how it's sad and stuff. It, a quick punchline could be something like, "Shall I just start doing my comedy?" You know, and then just a quick one right there, and you could build off of that by just saying it was your best set ever. You know, they gave me applause breaks. Like they fucking yeah, they, yeah, they let me drop the mic multiple times. <laughs> you know, some shit like that and stuff. But yeah, all right, cool, thanks. All right. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, go. Yeah, you just grab a find okay. a mic. Yeah. So uh, the first thing that I was thinking you were going with, because it's like obviously like the most obvious place to take it. I think uh, painting a picture of like obviously you being disabled and then having the kid and what that would look like, like trying to teach a kid how to ride a bike but not being able to hold on to them, so they're like getting injured. Right. Like the fact that like my kid would be as pretty as me but able-bodied. I don't want to resent my. Yeah, so you're like looking. You're like looking for reasons why you shouldn't have a kid, and I think it'd be funny if you're painting like the stereotypical scenarios of like what would it would look like and how you would, could potentially screw that up. You know what I mean? Like I lost fucking, I lost my kid like on the bike and she accidentally went down the hill and I couldn't catch up to her, or like stuff like that. I think it's I think it's fun. 
He's on, yeah, he's definitely he's rolling. I mean, he probably could. And really, he's got the wheels. It's probably better on the wheels. Playing that and then subverting that is actually really funny. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Everybody clap wildly for Jackson McBrayer. All right. Uh, your next comedian. What a funny young man. He's been having great sets lately. Put your hands together for Hunter Uniac. Yay! Fuck yes, people applaud. Am I the only first person to pay for this shit? Come on, guys. All right. All right, let's do this. Um, I'm 24. I'm at that age right now where I'm starting to say this phrase. We've all said it. I'm turning into my mother. Or like I'm turning into my father. You know, and I feel like if you say I'm turning into my mother and the next week you say I'm turning into my father, that's how schizophrenia develops. You know, so that's fun. All right. Um, when I was 19, I was a lazy piece of shit. You know, like, I was stupid lazy. I was so lazy that there was a fire alarm that went off in my house. I'd press the snooze button on the sprinklers for five more minutes. You know? That sucked, though. But, like, I was so lazy. My friend Javi told me one day, he's like, fuck it, Hunter. You smoke too much weed. I'm getting you your weed card. You know? So he does it. We finally go there. And he says, like, we're going to drink. So, like, we're going to fucking drink, too. So I'm like, fuck it. This is where all my laziness goes away. I said, I'm meeting you at 9 a.m. in the city. You know? It's exactly 9 a.m. in the city. I'm still not drinking. All right? I am horribly late. So what, how do I decide to make up that time? Whiskey. So that happened. And, like, it's so bad. Like, now, um... After an hour of day drinking, my friend and I finally go to get my fucking weed card. You know, we walk into this facility. We're all gung-ho. We look up. I fucking high-five the lady standing at the front desk. I'm like, first-time patient. First-time patient? First-time fucking patient. Slam my ID on the, on the fucking desk. She's all looking at me weird, so we finally go in there. And um, after this all happened, like, where am I going? Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. After this all happens, I go to my friend Javi. I hug him because, like, they're leading me to the um, door to go get my weed card. I hug him. I, like, I'm go about to go off in fucking war because, like, I love this guy at this point. All right? He's gotten me drunk before noon. He's, a, he's buying my weed card, and he's going to smoke me out later. Like, there's a 60-40% chance he's getting his dick sucked that night. His p- opinion on that matter is not valid at all. Like, he's getting his dick sucked no matter what. I just want to show how appreciative I am of how, go- how much of a good friend he is. So we go in there, and like after this, I know it's very, like after that homoerotic statement I just made, I walked into a lone room with a strange man, you know? And we sit down there, we're going over all the questions, and right when I'm about to sign my uh, dotted name on the paper, you know, my name on the dotted line, the, uh, the doctor who looks more like a crazy lady who should be working at the DMV, you know, goes, uh, you know you're in fucking rehab, right? Yeah, I was in fucking rehab, and it started coming back to me. Like as soon as she said that, I went, oh, my bad. Bye. And I walked the fuck out. And I know that felt really weird, so I tried to make it better, and I walked back in and went, I'm sorry, I lied. I'm going to go get a pack of cigarettes, and I'm never coming back. And then I felt really bad for that, so I walked back in. I said, I lied again. I'm going to get a joint, and I'm never coming back. You know? So I go in there. It's like, it was fucking weird. I sprinted out of there, and I'm looking back on all these questions that I've answered, those all those fucking drug addict questions. You know, the doctor's going, um... What drugs are you addicted to? I'm like, weed and alcohol. And she's like, uh, when do you, you need weed? Uh, every fucking day. Why do you need it? To fucking deal with people. You know, and she's like, are, you're way too happy for this, sir. Like, do you, are you on anything else? Are you on cocaine? I didn't know that was an option. Can I get that too? <laughs> and she's like, no, you can't. But I'm like, can I still use the card to chop up lines? And she's like, there is no fucking card. You're in rehab. And that's when I got fucking scared. You know, it was horrible too. And like this, I'm looking back and this is the worst part too. Like I have health insurance. You know, so I'm used to, like, pulling down my pants, having the doctor cut my nuts and going cough, you know. And uh, apparently in rehab, they check your keister, you know, see if you're taking away your asshole. So I pull my pants down, let them do that. And in the back of my head, I'm like, do it for the weed, do it for the weed, do it for the weed. 
I'm pretty sure some people have been in that same scenario just for different contexts, you know, but it was horrible too. I walk out, I freak out, I go there, I finally go to the doctor who's actually got his weed card. And the worst part is too, now I'm there, I'm so fucking paranoid, you know, like it looks like this is illegal and I'm trying to answer all the questions wrong. And right at the end, the doctor goes, okay, we're done here. Anything else? That's when I pull down my pants, start unzipping it just because I've been trained all this time. And he goes, get the fuck out. All right, yeah, I'll work on that, guys. Yeah, that's, that's my weed story. Hunter Uniac! Clap wildly, yay! Comments and stuff. I would start by saying, preface us that you're going to tell us a story. Because at yeah. the end, you're like, this is my weed story. So, like, I would, I would preface us with the con- concept that we're not going to necessarily hear a punchline every couple seconds, that the yeah. context of the story is important. Okay. So I would preface with that. And then <clears throat> you said the same story twice, and the second time you said it was way funnier. Like, you basically told us the same thing, but when you were talking with the lady on the second half of the joke... That was better that way? Okay. It was like, I felt like, oh, the first half, he didn't even need it. You told okay. it all when you were sitting with her with the stuff at the end and the questions that she was asking you the yeah. alcohol every day yeah yeah it worked. Like, all yeah. that the act out for me was what yeah. made it work i agree i think oh go ahead i agree with pam and then like uh i like that the misdirection of that joke and i felt like it was abrupt like i felt like there were kind of breadcrumbs you can kind that's, of put along that's the what happens of it. when i actually live through that am shit. i getting played off <laughs> oh, no, no that's outside no, that's just, is it yeah oh fantastic <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. We're not doing a show or nothing. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think there are like little breadcrumbs you can put along the way of that joke. Yeah, that are like make it sweeter when like the the misdirection reveal arrives. Yeah, like I tried to put in the uh, crazy of the DMV thing. There's uh, yeah, I gotta yeah, the, you're completely right. I gotta make it more obvious. The way I would uh, the way that I would make that joke longer is like now I'm gonna now I'm gonna do this again as a prank. And so then, like each time you, you like, just really go, want me to send go, people to rehab. Go, <laughs> go it, uh, like go, like the recurring thing of like next time I'll do it this way, and then you'll like, yeah, because you can like I feel like there is more to mine there. Yeah, but it's about like yeah. If you want to be really really cheap, you can sing. Don't make me sing like Amy Winehouse. I thought Winehouse. of that. Yeah. I yeah, but you got it. You got to fucking commit to it. You yeah. have to be fucking Amy Winehouse, and you have to sing, hard and you just have to commit. That to it. That would be really funny to, with how I look too, if you think about that. If you yeah. can commit. Oh, you signed the sign the paper, Amy Winehouse, instead of. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a funny joke. I signed it, Amy Winehouse, and then I sang on my way out. And we then I ran the, the fuck out, out of there. I sang. I ran on my. I sang on my way out. No, no, no just that. Just that. Yeah. <laughs> Try to make me go to rehab. You moonwalk out saying no, no, no. That's exactly how that story. Yeah, and then I'm white, so I can't dance, so I trip. <laughs> Don't give him an opportunity to catch him. It's a funny story, though. I know, I gotta work on it more, but that's what this is here for, guys. Anything else? Clap wildly Fuck for yeah. Hunter Thank Uniac. You guys. Yay! Put your $2 in. Yay! Yeah, I forgot to tell people about the money thing. Yeah, we totally need the money. People are like, what's the Wi-Fi password? I'm like, I forgot to pay the bill. We didn't have any money. Uh, you're <laughs> Oops. No, we switched credit cards somewhere and everything got confusing. I'm sorry. Running a business is hard, you guys. <laughs> Your next comedian <laughs> is a really funny lady, and it's very exciting that she's been coming here now. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm excited to hear her new jokes. Put your hands together for Rachel D. Let me see if I can get an interview with him. 
Hey, that show was Enzyme, Enzyme, great show, great show. Damn. Can I ask you a question everyone's been dying to know? What is... Okay, I, I, uh, I just wrote this, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I, I just turned 40. Yeah, it's confusing for me, too. It's confusing for me, too. Uh, <laughs> I look in the mirror, and I don't see a 40-year-old, and I don't feel like I'm 40, and um, I still get treated like I'm not 40. For instance, I went home this weekend in Phoenix to uh, hang with my parents, and I dragged them to a show that I had no business being on, but I got on it. Ha! Uh, <laughs> And did all right, <laughs> but so they're in the back. I did my abortion joke, and they were in the back. It was it was lovely. It was lovely. I actually said, "You guys, my parents are in the back, and um, you know what? They're great people. They 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 would have loved all three, uh, even though they only have one." And I, I said, "They only have the." I said, "They only have one grandchild, but they would have loved all three. I think is what. Yeah. Anyway, so then um, all of these comics were going to go to like their version of the sweet spot, or like you know, like a comics mic at midnight in a backyard. It sounded awesome, right? And I was like, "Mom, Dad, you guys go home because they had to drive me to this mic, guys. Like <laughs> I was in junior high, okay? And so uh, I said, "You guys go home. I'm going to hang with these guys." And it was all guys, right? Like. Well, look around. Um, <laughs> and so uh, my dad actually said, no, you're coming home with us. And I said, okay. And I got in the car and I went home with my parents. Jesus. <laughs> actually, and like, and like one of the comics was like, dude, fuck the police. <laughs> I'm still getting in the car. Anyways, so... Uh, I was thinking about that and I was like, you know what? Um, God, you know, no wonder I, uh, oh yeah, no wonder I'm only attracted to 24 year olds. Um, it's like, I, and 24 is a really specific number, but li like literally they're all 24. And I'm thinking, you know what? Um, I think it's uh, because that was the last time I was single was when I was 24, and so it's like um, my marriage dropped me on my emotional maturity head, and now I'm like romantically retarded, you know? And I can say that because I'm talking about myself, right? I can say that. I want, my, I want a placard, I want my own disabled placard, right? It should, ha it should have a cougar on it, I think. Um, so then, you know what, also I was thinking like my emotional maturity basically got frozen in carbonite along with Han Solo. Like, that's about when it happened. And it just recently got released, right? Just in time for the crappy sing sequel, right? That's where we are. And then I was thinking, you know what? That's great. I'm just going to use Harrison Ford as my role model. I don't care how fucking old I am. I'm going to keep making crappy sequels until people stop waiting in line. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I am on that. Um, the other one is, uh, if I pee on a pregnancy test and it remains clear, does that mean I'm barren or a dude? <laughs> okay, also, um, real quick, um, I don't know if any, I, there's the end of my bullies joke that I, I don't know if everybody, anyway, so the end of my bullies joke is like, uh, this girl who fat shamed me all the time, right? Um, I imagine her on Jerry Springer and I like, you know, we do this whole thing and then, um, but that's not gonna happen because I just found out that Don Krause passed away and when I, when I heard that, I thought only two left, because the other bullies. Um, is it ironic or karma that Don died of anorexia? Karma? I guess it was just eating her up inside. 
<laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. That's why I brought it here. Uh, <laughs> um, it just <laughs> the the anorexia either goes really loud or like. And I just want to know, honestly, I want to know what to say when nobody, <laughs> like, it's like dead silence and they're staring at me like I'm like the evilest skinny bitch they've ever seen. Like, so I'm just wondering how to deal with that. All right. Thanks. Rachel D, everyone. All right. I don't even know who your anorexia joke was about. Don? Donna? Who? Yeah. Okay. Don Krause. Don? Who's Don Krause? See, I list all the bullies that bully me. Oh, Don Don Krause is a person from your youth yeah, that yeah. was a bitch that She's bullied a, you. Yeah, yeah. And she died of anorexia. She fat shamed the shit right, out of me. Fuck and that she bitch. Died okay, so of anorexia. I didn't understand. So the yeah. crux of that joke is that you were bullied as a child, and that was the name. You got to set it up. I'm like Don Krause. What the? F- I didn't know if it was a guy. Gotcha. Or a girl. Yeah, I was just rushing like, through it. The whole setup yeah, is, is like another couple I was couple so minutes. confused. I okay, was sorry. Like, is it a famous person I'm supposed to know? I'm yeah, like only no, yeah. anorexic I can yeah. think of is Karen Carpenter. I do. It's clear in the whole. Like so, okay. what else? Uh, <laughs> I I just fixated on that. Oh, I also liked emotional retard. I enjoy that a lot. I'd keep saying emotional retard. Okay, I, I mean, I'm romantically retarded. Yeah. Oh right, a romantic a, a romantic retard. Yeah. Romantical I, uh, retard. I want to okay. know what that symbol looks like on the placard. Like, oh, like the cougar? Like. No, like or the most, romantic, uh, romantic retard. retard. Like what the symbol looks oh like. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. That's, okay. That's funny. Also, like I really wanted an act out of you being like really like you know, a 14-year-old girl when your parents drag you in their car. <laughs> so, like, actually just ham it the fuck up and do an act out because that's, like, you can mine that shit and that's funny. It kind of was that in the backseat of the car all the drive home, actually. Yeah, so, like, like just act that okay, out for great, the audience yeah. so that awesome. we get to see it. Mom, yes. they were cute boys. They were, like, 24. You know, so they're, okay. they're like, you're 40 years old. You don't even, you shouldn't even be around them. <laughs> Rachel D., I can't even believe that you would hang out with 24-year-old boys. <laughs> What are you doing with There's your There's like life? eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should, yeah, you should do an act out. What's your mom's voice sound like? That would be something funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or your dad's yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah. I could come do, up with I could some do my dad's outs. voice. And then my mom's voice is kind of like this. Yeah. So, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Okay. Shaming cool. you in the Shaming. back of the car for hanging yeah. out with. No. Yeah. Yeah. They were definitely like, you don't even know those men. They weren't even slut <laughs> shaming. They called they them were men. Comic shaming. Like, I, was, I was being a comic. Like, you're comic shaming. This is, my, this is my career, mom. This is important. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That was what it was. How about. <laughs> yeah. The, trying to explain the casting couch away. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, my parents are terrified of me doing comedy, actually. And I took them to two two shows and after each show, I was like so what'd you think and they're like you were fine <laughs> and that's all they would say we could hear you <laughs> we could yeah. <laughs> yes my mom was like is that abortion joke true don't tell me don't tell me <laughs> see now that's a funny joke okay <laughs> see put that in the act out in the car Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what you open it with. Once you're in the car, there's silence because you're pissed because you're pouting in the back like a little girl, like a 14 year old. You're like, fuck you, mom. I don't want to say anything. And then she breaks the silence with, was that abortion joke real? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. yeah. No, mom. I just want to hang out with eight guys. What? <laughs> so nothing's changed since I was 14, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Awesome. Maybe Everybody not, clap wildly for Rachel maybe D. I'm 14 instead of 24. <laughs> 40 going on 14 instead of 13 going on 30. 
And 13 Going on 30 is a shitty movie and just don't even watch it. It just isn't even. It's on Netflix right now, but just don't even indulge yourself, you pussy little bitches. Uh, your next comedian, he's very funny. I, will, I, will, I, made, I made my boyfriend watch it. I'm such a dick. It was really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, everybody, Mike Whitaker. Wonderful. Oh, uh, do you guys know, like, sometimes like you'll break up with someone and you'll keep, like, a little keepsake of them, like, maybe it's a sweater or, like, a hairbrush, and you keep it, like, primarily for the purposes of witchcraft, like, maybe it's a Polaroid and, like, you keep it to appease the black arts, that sort of a deal, that's sort of where I'm at, uh, I was in a relationship for a really long time and... Uh, I got out of it and uh, not because it was like a bad relationship, but it like, it just wasn't sometimes like a relationship is not bad, but it's also not good for you. Like it's, it was like the Taco Bell menu of relationships. It's just like top to bottom. It's all, it all sounds pretty good when you're drunk, but like (laughs) in practice, it's, it's not like something you really like. It's it's just you go through a relationship and you're like, oh, this is the Mexican pizza of your personality. And like this is this is this is acceptable. It's pretty much the same as all your other shit. So Yeah. All I'm saying is if you can't handle me at my cheesy potatoes, you don't deserve me at my caramel apple empanada. Uh, I've been feeling really like nostalgic for like the house parties of my youth when I was like a teenager and the cops would come break up the parties. And even though there were like 30 cars out front, everyone would turn the lights off and crouch down low and turn the music off and stay real still. Because as a teenager, you're naive enough to believe the police operate on Jurassic Park Raptor rules <laughs> where they only see motion. And they don't see color. <laughs> Thank you for stepping on my social commentary par- punchline. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Social commentary was coming about how the police murder people of color all the time. <laughs> it's all right. I I can't forgive you. <laughs> Sorry, someone stepped on your spine. I don't know. For those listening in Radio Land, I just burned a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm all flustered now. I don't know where I'm at. (laughs) Guys, I'm like kind of a germaphobe, but I had to like break one of my cardinal rules was like, I had to take a shit in a gas station bathroom. It was like a real emergency. And I I like went into the bathroom and uh, I'm like, oh, and like I look in front of me and there's a baby changing table, but like on the bottom right hand corner is like braille which I assume said baby changing table. And I'm like, man, a blind person would have to touch 
so much gross shit before they found that. I imagine they just touch it and it just says, kill yourself now. Like, I... Like a like what like what is there even need to be like is a blind person going into a bathroom and be like oh I hope this is the baby changing table I can't drop my baby in the garbage again <laughs> All right guys that's Bring on the day. bring on the commentary even though most of it's already happened Mike Whitaker yay yay clapping for Mike Whitaker yay I think you should title your set fuck the disabled <laughs> I realized I realized I was doing a show and I've been like workshopping oh, that that braille bit and I realized like I told three jokes about blind people in a row and I was like why do I I was like, why do I write so many jokes about blind people? But it just keeps happening. I I have an extra punchline for your thing. Why are they in a truck stop bathroom? Because how can they drive? They're fucking blind. (laughs) What are they they doing with that I've tried out that tag before, and it's usually a much longer joke. But I had to... It was great. Light a disabled person on fire before I got to it, and I was out of time. <laughs> that was really funny, man. Is it? Is it a T Rex? It is. Yeah, okay. the T Rex can't see moving. I I didn't mean to heckle. I've been drinking. My it's bad. all right, man. Like, so have I. So like, <laughs> fuck it. Know, but it was fucking great, dude. It's really funny stuff. Thank uh, you. Yeah. The deep cuts on the Taco Bell menu are those real? Are there really apple empanadas? Caramel apple? You've not ever had a caramel apple empanada? I, I no, I didn't. Well, know. let me tell you what's gonna change your goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that you were using like deep cuts, and I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "I'm like, I'm like trying to brainstorm, like, because they've somehow have, sometimes have seasonal items. I like don't want to out myself as much of a Taco Bell enthusiast as I already visually look like I am." But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like a- trying to think of the funniest ones, and like cheesy like the cheesy potatoes are a deep cut on the taco bell menu chicken chips were around for a minute chicken chips chicken chips they tried to make chicks out of chips out of chicken bits and they were just deep fried and then they didn't is this sell like enough a burger king chicken fries deal sort of but it was a taco bell and then they didn't sell enough of them so they brought them out a year later and they put them in this like fried chicken quesadilla oh did they that is that why the real? buffalo chicken grillers came out are they in a triangle Ooh. shape oh. if they're in a triangle shape, oh i do know what you're talking if they're about in a triangle they, shape, they were chicken ch- chips oh guys this is bad news <laughs> I am. Um, I love your joke. Showing ass right now about how much I, I know about Taco Bell. I really like that bit a lot. Which one? The one about the blind person. Oh yeah, the thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm something special. I think that if you if you uh, if you act out the whole like not wanting to put your ass cheeks on the toilet seat more, like yeah. if you're like um, you know like talk that out like it's like, like I don't even out. want to put my ass yeah, on this toilet because like and you, you have that to funny touch. Noise, and that was a funny noise. A great repeat that noise but like yeah. just talk talk about it before you make that noise because that's a that's a punch in itself just that noise noted yeah i don't know shit but no, oh man really i great. appreciate the feedback there the witchcraft joke was really great thank you lots of candles i really enjoyed it <laughs> everybody put your hands together for mike whitaker right along your next comedian what an amazing guy he is the ceo of true hustle he has an amazing show here on thursdays called true hustle thursday hashtag tht put your hands together everybody for anthony medina yay 
for those of you who don't know what that shit is, it's, it doesn't really matter. But if anything, though, uh, thank you so much for hanging out, y'all. Uh, I want to talk about the tech industry influencing the ghettos of America. Yes, it's happening. Goddamn right. Like uh, back in the day, there'd be like a, a car rolling up all slow and be like, oh, shit, who's this rolling up on me? And then I had to tell my mom to relax because uh, she was about to pick up her gun. And then uh, next thing you know, though, these days, it's more like, oh, shit, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a car rolling up next to me. It's like, oh, that's my Uber. You know, like now these days, uh, there's actually drive-bys with uh, Uber pools. And they're always late as well, you know. <laughs> of course, that'll hit here, <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> uh, also, there's a fucking, uh, you know, there's Gangster Grinder, y'all. There's gangster grinder out there because like yeah in the, the LA Times reported that there's like a 40 to 50 percent in like in like gang activity is gay. <laughs> that would explain why they always come go back to jail. You get a fucking nice house, you get some food and stuff, and you get banged like a lot of times and shit. You know, I see. So just like uh, you know, see sip weather all the way through, y'all. If anything, like uh, at least the shooting's gone down. Uh, at least uh, on the streets. Uh, if anything, uh, I also want to talk about. Uh, Bros with T's versus, uh, and trans with T's. Uh, for those of you who don't know what the bros with T's is like the, you know, the college bro that you have. And the trans with T is the trans who's on T, testosterone, y'all. <laughs> Cause like, uh, it's crazy, like a uh, feeling like, uh, I, I remember reverting back to the last time uh, there was this uh, trans trying to get at me. Like, uh, but get 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 aggressive, and I was like, oh damn! Like, I feel like I'm back in college again, y'all. Yeah? <laughs> and that's surprisingly where I met both of them. Uh, so it's this amazing scene where they're at now. Uh, again, they both have oh, they both have women I have no chance with. Uh, you know, uh, first time I saw them, uh, both will still win in an argument because uh, well, just look at me, y'all. Compared to them, I can't say shit to them. Uh, also, uh, I uh, learning about women. I had a lot of like uh, machismo male influence going on in my life. And uh, one time my Theo was all like, hey, you want to learn about like how to talk to women and stuff? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm like 12 and I'm developing. Why not? You know, and uh, he rolls up to the next woman and says, how much? Yeah, I was like, oh, damn. Like, even I as a kid knew that this was not the right way to talk to women, you know, because I was like, first off, I ain't got no cash. Uh <laughs> And the uh, second off, it's like, dude, like, come on, man. Like, that's just embarrassing. And then, like, uh, it was crazy, too, because, like, by the time I was, like, 13 and stuff, like, my, like, my theory was like, oh, how many girlfriends do you have? I was like, I ain't got any, you know? <laughs> I just barely started touching myself at that point. Uh, but, like, uh, if anything, like, he's like, oh, well, I was your age. Uh, you had, uh, I had six girlfriends. And I was like, yeah, that would explain why you have 12 kids. Uh, <laughs> the multiplication, like, is on track there. Si se puede, baby, all right? <laughs> uh, let's cut. Uh, I've never had a broken bone, y'all. I never had a broken bone. Uh, and it's, I've had like crazy like fucking like little moments in life. Like I've been in like three or four car crashes a lot when I was a kid. Uh, my leg got caught up in like a little moped one time. Still no broken bone, y'all. I was like, damn, like even like a, like it, it was crazy because like now I'm starting, y'all ever see that movie Unbreakable? And I was like, oh my gosh. It started all clicking in. I'm Bruce Willis. Uh, <laughs> so now every time I walk in front of the mirrors, I'm making Bruce Willis faces. Saying, are you talking to me? Or is that Robert De Niro? I don't know, I'm too sure. Uh, but if anything, thank you so much. My name's been Anthony. Anthony Medina, everyone. Yay! And then yay. 
Uh, I feel like there was a very obvious gangbang joke oh. in there that was either uh, un, either too low-hanging of fruit or I didn't hear you say it. <laughs> and uh, I think there's... Uh, I didn't understand... Uh, your bros with teas joke yeah. until like halfway through the joke. So there's probably like a clear, more concise way to set up the beginning of it. What would you feel would be Ooh. a good way? I, I have the same issue with the thing. I was like, bros with teas. Somebody's talking about trans people. And then I didn't know. And I'm like, are these trans people, you know, I got it. Once you said testosterone, I'm like, Oh, they were girls. He knew when he was growing up and now they're boys. So then I was like, so they still have are teas titties. Uh, T's is for testosterone. Oh, T is for Because I was like, bros with T's. I'm like, bros with titties. That's what I thought. And then I was like, and then you start talking about trans people. And I was like, but wouldn't they? I take it back. Maybe I don't understand the show. It's about like having like these two opposite groups. uh, It through my life have had like, I've had similar interactions. So I'm trying to bring that out. But they're trans people that you know. Yes. Yeah. So just make it clear from the beginning that that's what because i didn't know what bros with i didn't know it's too for the for the regular audience even the people that are like i'm so fucking woke i didn't know what the fuck you were saying not that i think i'm so fucking woke but kind of i think you can use si se puede as a great callback all the time and i love that you did it a couple times and i think it's great because you can say it at like really inopportune times like what what you were talking about the uncle is so funny that's what it's kind of turning it means yes we can and it was a slogan by the when the farm workers were unionizing okay thank you oh you okay thank you caesar chavez was one of the guys uh, I think you should expand more on the idea of getting rolled up on by an Uber and thinking that it's like someone like trying to fuck you up. Be like, do you live in San Francisco? Uh, this is in, in, in South Central, actually. So okay, like, yeah. But I was just like uh, alluding that like you you live in an area that a lot of Ubers are going around and people are stopping in front of your house a lot. But you like grew up where people are always doing drive-bys. So I, I just I think you should expound more on that of like Uber's making you paranoid by like stopping around you all the time because uh, I think that's a funny premise. Double yeah. parking in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and you're like, okay. are they here for me? Like, what the fuck? Like, no, I'm here to pick you up. I'm not here to fucking shoot you. Okay, cool man. Thanks. Yeah, I like that. Awesome, thank you. I uh, I like the uh, the going back to jail. And getting a house and good food, like warm food, but you said getting banged a lot. I think it'd be funny if you said just flat out said get dick. You know, what I mean? just get gonna get dick. some dick. Okay. You know what I mean? Right, that's, get to the point. that's why they're going. Yeah, they're going there to get some fucking dick and some food. You know what I mean? Okay. Anyways, Sounds I like good. it. All right. Everybody clap wildly for Anthony Medina. Come see him every Thursday, here, seven to ten p.m. on True Hustle Thursdays. Yay! Your next comedian, another funny guy, working it out. Put your hands together for Mark Neuer. It pushes me past. Thank you, Pam. I'm, I was I was like super jazzed. I was like, oh, that's me. And I was going to get up and I was like, well, there's a mic right here in my fucking face. So why not? We'll just do it from right here. Let me go let these people know that I'm talking. Can you go do that for me? Go let them know that they can come in here and they can listen to me talk real quick. Or they can shut their face. Thank you. I, uh, I'm tired of slinging dick. I'm really tired of it. I, 
I'm just I I just have like I like I have standards now. Like I used to just fuck like anything, you know what I mean? Just like any anyone that would want to fuck me, I was like I want to fuck you, you know? Like I I'm I'm down. And I just want to respect these bitches now, you know? I want to find someone that's right for me and I'm right for them. And I want to live a life of happiness with them. But like the first and foremost thing is like I want to know they're down for the cause, you know? Like I want to know they're really down. Like I want to know you know, they have to have, like, at least four abortions, you know? Like, they have to at least have four. And I don't just want, I want proof, but I don't just, I don't, I don't, I need more than just paperwork. I need, I actually need to stand up for this. I need more than just paperwork. I need, uh... <coughs> I want you to have four minimum. Like, fetus is, like, jarred up. And, like, I want them, like, to have like I want like marionette like fetuses I want you to like do a puppet show for me with them and I want you to make them talk to me like how's your day going my day's going good you know like I want to really have like a I want you to do I want to really know that you're down for not having any of my children because like I would not be a good father I it'd be terrible I would be a horrible father do you know why I'd be a horrible father That's right. Sit right here. It's 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 Arjun knows all the techniques to get as far away from me as possible. He's like, no, 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 that's not far enough. You can go actually go like right all the way over. Anyways, um, everything is the front row here at Mutiny Radio, so you really can't get too far away from me, Arjun. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I would be a terrible father. I've never like, I don't know, like I just I've never done heroin. I, so I like I can't say that I could, I could commit to being a father for 18 plus. It's probably forever. You know I don't know. I've never been a father. I don't know how it is. My father was not around the entire time. So he he checked out at 15. But like me, I would like want to be there for like all 18 or more. You know at least 18. But I can't commit to that. I've never slammed heroin in my ass. I've never done ketamine. No shrooms or acids. It's not a joke. It's just kind of true, I guess. Um. I want to kill myself. I feel like we all have reasons why we want to kill ourselves. For you, it might be that you get stuck in traffic. Or if you're a comic, it's that you want to get on stage and you're just waiting and you have to wait for me to get off stage. Well, for me personally, it's the fact that my fingernails will never stop growing. It's just a never-ending cycle. Thank you, Pam. They grow. I cut them. I fuck it up somehow. It hurts for a while. I grow back out again. I'm just going to cut off my hands. I'm just going to have nubs. Wow. That's right. Just trying to wow you. No laughs needed. I'm just going to have nubs. And I'm just going to nub it all up. I'm going to nub. I'm just going to nub it. Nub it. I'm going to nub it all. You know, I could still do a lot of things. No more fisting. Just nubbing. Um, just give you the whole forearm, you know. Well, that's my time. Mark Neuer. He's not going to cut his wrists. He's just going to cut his hands off. That makes sense. <laughs> Thank you. That's yeah. actually a good one. Yeah. Why cut your wrists when you just cut your hands off? Like, make sure it works. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and then also with that nubbing thing, you could be, add like accessories type of thing. So, so hey, people don't be don't be worried. 
you know, like now I can also I have a can opener over here. And yeah. Like you can, if you want to go more into your nubbing area. Yeah, or have like a, a pirate's hook or something, something like that. Cool. Whatever you want to. I'd be yeah. a pirate. And I can leave that into my pirate bit about how I can't be a pirate because I can't stick my my uh, dipstick, my oil dipstick in on the first try. So if I was to pull my sword out and try to put it in, it would just stab me repeatedly. In the yeah, something like that. It's yeah, it's all <laughs> terrible jokes, Anthony. Yeah, go, I'm yeah, sorry. Go, go that way, though. When you were talking about your, just how uh, your problem was your fingernails, I just kept thinking, hashtag white boy problems. You know, like, oh, first world problems. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah, oh, first, first world that's, problems. That's rough. I want to kill that's myself. Good. That, that's actually a good joke right there. It's, I like that. Your yeah. sit-down stuff worked at the beginning because then your first thing was like about being tired and um, and so that worked for me. I was like, you look tired and then you like did a thing. Um, I think that the marionette fetus joke is amazing but that only Tony Sparks could get away with it. I think he's the only person who could talk about making somebody Did he make show that joke? Him. No. Okay, I was like... I think you should sell him that joke. I was like, what I kind think of fucking parallel thinking no, no, is I'm that? No, no, I'm just saying that the only person that could get away with that joke would probably be Tony Sparks. Or maybe like... Um, he hasn't been around in a long time, but he, he used to say things about people and he was really good at it and... I'm sorry, I'm too high. I can't. Remember. No, it's okay. I, 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 uh, it's a really, it's a really funny joke. I just don't think it works for you right now. But I think it's a really funny joke. Thank you. I, I feel wrote like it you could use it in a sketch, or you could use it in a thought, or a I something. That was actually John, a, John Gab and I. You, you kind of ha- helped me with that, didn't you? The marionette. The marionette fetus thing. I want, I want them to talk to each other more. more. Yeah, More. I like. Yeah, I really, I really want them to like tell you shit about their mom. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like her farts really smell or something crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Hit each other or hit on me? Oh my God! Yes, Arjun. Arjun, you can say it into a into a microphone. Oh, fine. You don't need to know how brilliant you are. Uh, I this was an accident. I don't know if you said you said acids instead of acid, and I just thought that was really funny. You're like, I've never done the shrooms or the acids, <laughs> but that you pluralized it. I thought it was just as a person who's done a lot of acid. I thought that was really cute. Cool. Yeah, I don't do the weeds and the marijuana. Yeah, like I call them the pots. You want to smoke smoke the pots, which yeah. makes me sound like I don't smoke the pots, but I totally smoke. The I need. Pots. To, I think I just need to work <laughs> on that joke as a whole because it's an old joke of mine that I've just kind of brought back recently. We'll work on figure out. Just think about marionette fetuses for a while because the concept is really funny. I just, it's not there yet, but I think something amazing. I will try yeah. not to steal it. I'm just gonna try to no, like yeah, block don't. this out of my memory because <laughs> I don't have an abortion joke. I really funny. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you guys very much. Have a great night. Yay! In a coming up with images that my brain never had in them before. Your next comedian. Another really funny guy. He just changed his hair and made it all funky. He's like, I'm not just a white comedian with a beard. I have weird blonde hair now, too. Hey, everybody, put your hair hands. Put your hairs together for John Gabb. Hey, them honeys, yeah, them honeys got me buzzing. Uh, I bought some clothes from a Chinese website recently. You might know what I'm talking about. I always knew Chinese sizes 
<clears throat> we're a lot smaller than American sizes. But holy shit, I found out that I'm a 10 extra large in Chinese sizes. I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. Yeah, it's not a good day to find out your 10XL. You know, I have like a baker's dozen worth of extra on my shirt tag. It's not a good feeling. But at the same time, it makes me feel a little like a superhero, you know? Like I have the fat of 10 Chinese men. The work ethic of less than half of one. I'm looking for Netflix to pick my shit up by fall. People have been telling me a lot that I look like Action Bronson. That's pretty true. I know this joke resonates really well with the, the audio listeners. Uh, but lately it's been getting a little more specific, you know? Like, you look like Action Bronson if he was raped by Coachella, the music festival. <laughs> or... You look like Action Bronson if he worked at a coffee shop and didn't have fame or talent. That's pretty fair. I'm not Action Bronson, though, you know? I'm more like Snaction Bronson. A Relaxation Bronson. Casual Anxiety Bronson. I'm just trying to be the best Bronson I can be when I look in the mirror, you know? Trying to be a good Bronson. Uh, I thought a melancholy was a breed of dog until I was in middle school. It's a true story. I'm not proud about that, but it's true. Uh, I saw a one-legged man crossing the crosswalk recently with no crutches. <clears throat> and he's struggling to do it. And I thought, I've, I've never seen a better depiction of my life before. <laughs> I think that guy might be my spirit animal, you guys. Uh... I was in a conversation with a female comic recently, and we were going over joke ideas, and she told me one that I liked. So I was like, hey, that joke deserves a rim shot. You guys know what a rim shot is? Yeah, but don't like that late night fucking Conan shit. She didn't know what a rim shot was. So she thought I meant rim job. So in her mind, what I said to her was, that joke is so good, you deserve to have your ass eaten. Which coincidentally is the reaction I'm looking for with my comedy. Yeah, so that was my, that was my squeak. I will uh, finish on this guy. Uh, I am an Uber driver. I know you guys are like, oh, I thought you like worked in the tech industry or something. Nah, I'm an Uber driver. And recently, someone left an ounce bag of weed in my car. Yeah, ounce of weed. I know it's an ounce because I weighed it myself at home. Uh, now, when I woke up in the morning, I woke up to an email from Uber saying, the passenger filled out a missing item report. Can you, the passenger lost a plastic bag, with quotations. Would you mind looking for that? So I go down and look. Don't even have to open my door. There's a bag of weed sitting right there. So I open the door. I take it inside, and I have a moment of conflict, right? Do I keep it, or do I fess up? So I sent them an email back, and I said, yeah, I found that plastic bag. Guess what? It was full of weed. What would you like me to do with it, Uber? They sent me an email back saying, we'll let him know you did not find his item. Thank you for looking. So shout out to Uber. This set has been brought to you by Uber. They're my new sponsor. Woo!
You know, the most exciting thing about the joke is that's the first good thing I've heard about Uber in a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone else has moved to Lyft because they think that Uber is a pile of dog shit. Yeah. But that's the first good thing I've heard about them. Uh, really funny stuff, Raped by Coachella, I thought was very funny. Thank the you. melancholy joke was so funny that I might actually get a collie and name it melancholy. <laughs> like, that's fucking brilliant. I can't believe that that was a real thing for you. That was, um, you're, you're a really good storyteller. You keep us all engaged. Thank you. That means a lot. Uh, do we have any notes yeah. about shitting on my jokes? No, Anyone yeah, let me tell me you about it. Let me shit on something. No, I'm just Please. kidding. Um, yeah, dude, I like how you you go you like you go you go low and then you go high. Like you'll you'll be talking low and then you go high. And I think that like you uh, there's a beat there in the joke about the rim job where you were like, you, do you guys know what a rim shot is? And there everyone's like, but I'm t-. you're like yeah. She fucking didn't, you know what I mean? Bring it back up loud. Like, right. she fucking didn't know what it was. She thought I wanted to eat her ass. You know what I mean? Something like that. And then, um, what was the joke you did right after that? Room job, uh, then my Uber joke. Yeah, okay, so I think that you should leave it a mystery as to what the bag is. Because they send you, because it sounds like you, the way you tell the story is that you didn't know that there was a bag in there until you got the email. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. Okay, so that's how you should, I think you should, like, emphasize that and, like, make it, make it. What? Okay. Um, I'm getting heckled during. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Like, if you if you make it like have it suspenseful, like have the audience not know what it is until like you find out in the story what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I just have to, yeah, I'd have to rework I, it. I don't know why I was expecting a round of applause after I stopped talking. <laughs> <laughs> I like looked at you guys like, fuck you guys then. <laughs> Thank you. It is so good to think that we yeah. are all important. Uh, no, but it's... <laughs> yeah, John, you're really funny. I was saying that about Mark, not about you. I think Thank you're you. really funny. Thank you. Thank you. Clap your hands wildly for John Gow! <laughs> Oh, did you have a question? Was there more people? No, uh, Anthony was about to. Oh, Anthony, say something. I'm sorry. Some I'm a dick. Well, if anything, it was just a matter of like more examples for the cauliflower or, or like things you were confused over the, the span of your life. Yeah, yeah. And that way you could, could kind of give different times. And right. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Make a joke about the things I've confused. Yeah, Melancholy like cauliflower. Maybe you thought that cauliflower was also another kind of dog. Yeah. Like yeah. A, at least like have like a two or three examples because like yeah. people remember it and stuff. Uh, yeah, I like that. You, you could turn into time travel jokes right there. I like that. The one thing I have really like actually wanted advice on is in that my Chinese sizes joke. I haven't thought of a good superhero name for a dude who has like the fat of 10 Chinese people. Oh. That's been something I've been struggling on because that joke I feel like it's not finished until I like have like a name it, for it. It should have something to do with rice, like lots of rice or a porridge, a specific like Chinese porridge of rice that they eat that makes them fat or maybe like sumo wrestler. Well, no, that's Japanese. That's different. <laughs> Well, it would yeah. try to find the most fattening Chinese food or something. Yeah, that's I like that. That's that is if funny. There's, there's Shumai a my man, right? Like there's a right there's a there's a there's a porridge that they eat that's like just calories. Yeah, and whatever that's called, like oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right, thank yay, you. Guys. Gap, yay, Oh my God, research. Just kidding. We all do research sometimes on our own lives and sometimes wherever like weird 
Chinese things. Uh, your next comedian. He's a great joke writer and uh, excited every time to see what new stuff he's come up with. Put your hands together for Max Mawachanine. Yay! Welcome. This is Jimmy Neutro with Galaxy Rock Radio. Thank you. That was unbelievable. Uh, so I have, uh, I have one sibling, like a younger sister, and she does stand-up comedy too. Like she's been doing it for six years. Uh, so I was thinking about that, and that's when it dawned on me. I probably have like really bad parents. Like, like it's it's bad enough if one of your kids does stand up, but you guys know. Uh, but my mom's got to tell her friends that all of her kids do stand up like that. Like someday I could go to a family reunion that feels like an open mic. Like I'll show up and they'll be like, "Hey, welcome to the Mawachanine family reunion. Did did you pre-sign on Facebook? Like, be sure to donate two dollars if you want to speak at our." I don't know. I'm just picturing like one person's given a toast and everyone else is like, I can't wait till it's my turn so I can get the hell out of here. <laughs> I feel like the thing about this bit is like, it's not going to work anywhere else. <laughs> it's like the one bit that would work better in an open mic than at a show. I got um, So I, I have the, like this work joke. Like I, I work for Fitbit and like I don't wear a Fitbit. So I'll be like, hey, like that's funny, right? And the audience is like, not really. And then I just tell it anyway. Uh, but usually afterwards, like somebody will come up to me and be like, hey, so do you actually work at Fitbit? And I feel like that's not that crazy, you know? Like, it's almost like they're coming up to me and they're like, do you mean to tell me that you, a millennial, living in the Bay Area in 2018, works for a generic tech company? That's the wildest thing I've ever heard in my life, you know? I, I feel like it'd be one thing if I came up here and I was like, hey, I'm a milkman or a chimney sweep or something that doesn't exist anymore like then I would expect them to be like hey I don't like do you actually work as a chimney sweep because you don't I don't know I just I just thought chimney sweep was funny uh I don't know people say dumb stuff a lot I uh I was talking to a friend recently about relationships and he said uh, I haven't dated a lot because I had a high school sweetheart for seven years and I was like wow how long did it take you to finish high school like like you mean to tell me you both got held back at least three times? That's amazing. Like, you were meant for each other. You're like the Romeo and Juliet of high school students. You know who they are. You took ninth grade English at least once. I don't know. It's a good thing you guys didn't end up together because you would have had some real dumb kids probably. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, speaking of relationships, one of my uh, exes popped up on my news feed recently. And by one of my exes, really only one. I don't know. I don't know who I'm trying to impress here. Like... It's, I don't know, maybe two and a half if I stretched it, but I don't want to. I don't want to sound like Trump after his inauguration, so we'll just go with one. Uh, but her status said, "Note to self: I need to have more self-control and to be more disciplined." And I was like, "Well, if, if you post it on social media, it's not exactly a note to self. In fact, it's like literally the exact opposite of that. That's the whole reason why Facebook is a thing. Like, like, did you notice the share button? That's usually not something you do with a note to self." And also, like, a bunch of people commented on it. And one of the people who commented wrote, I'm going to make this a note to self for me, too. And I was like, Jesus Christ, nobody understands the meaning of the word self. Like, I feel like they would go to the, uh, like, the self-checkout at Safeway and be like, hey, where's the cashier at, you know? Am I about to get the horn? <laughs> I feel like posting a note to self on social media, that'd be like if somebody went streaking at the Super Bowl and they were like, hey, don't look at me. Like, that's, that's where I think the Heisman Trophy pose came from, by the way. But somebody was streaking in a football field. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think I'll end there. Yeah, thanks.
Don't, don't look at me. I'm doing my naked calisthenics in private. What do you usually say at the end of that joke? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to do my naked exercise. I'm trying to do my neck naked exercise in private. Yay! Uh, your toast joke really works with comics. It's really funny. The toasting joke and everyone's uh, waiting. That's very funny. And I know it only works with comics, but it's still really funny. Um, and you said been through ninth grade at least. This is so picky. I enjoy everything you said, but you said it been through ninth grade at least once, at least twice. Uh, okay. It's been seven years. I mean, which ones did they miss? Right. Okay. I mean, so try twice. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, everyone goes through it once. The math of it is at least once, right. The math of it is at least once, but I think it's funnier <laughs> if he says twice because they're that's where the in the curriculum the Romeo and Juliet is anyway, or whatever. Um, and you know what was fun tonight is you did a lot of stuff in between jokes. You did a lot of filler that I've never seen you do before. Like just uh, sort of talking and being loose and like, uh, I don't know if it's all new jokes, but you just said things that I've like, like how I knew the end of your script with the naked exercises or whatever. Like you said a lot of stuff that I haven't heard you say before. So uh, as, um, what's the word? Filler isn't the right word. Transitions. Uh, Your transitions were really good tonight. You like spent a lot of, you even took a joke that usually exists and you just like truncated it and went on with the second half of the joke and like the filler to get us there uh-huh. worked. Okay, so gotcha. I don't know, milkman chimney sweep. I think you could have one more thing after each of those. Cause like uh, why a milkman and a chimney sweep milkman usually like the joke with milkman is like, Oh, you you don't look like your dad. You look like maybe the milkman. Uh, and then I don't know what chimney sweep, what their stereotype is, but they're interesting jobs you chose. They're very funny. Okay. I, I they both don't some. exist. So yeah. <laughs> Other comments from people? Come on, you guys. Everybody's like, oh, what? <laughs> I thought it was really funny. I wonder how much of the uh, first joke you had can be salvaged to play with an audience that isn't comics. Like, I'm sure there's some stuff in there that would be still really funny. My memory wasn't good enough to remember what it was. Okay, Um, gotcha. Like, you probably wouldn't do the wait a while, do your couple minutes and leave thing. Like, that probably wouldn't play. But something there is probably worth it. Right, that could be saved for a non-open mic. Yeah, how successful is your sister? Talk about that. I I think she more does it for fun. Yeah, so I don't... But that could be a joke for both of you. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) But, and six years. You said she's been doing it for six years, so she must keep doing it, like... You've only been doing it for like one. Can you imagine doing it for six? Oh my God. Would you be so much better than her because you're older and better? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Is there any rivalry? Yeah. You've been doing it for six years and I've already had. You're be like, I've been on so many showcases. How many showcases did you do last week? <laughs> yeah. Suffering rivalry. Yeah. If anything, with your uh, you and your sister, like uh-huh. if you could kind of recreate like family moments, but it's like from a comedic perspective. Uh-huh. So that way you kind of like, everyone can relate to the family moments, but now here's a. a a comedy duel fighting for a parent's attention or some shit like that. Uh, okay, that's you a good know? idea. Kind of so. take the comedy family stuff. And kind yeah, of you could do in, The Incredibles, but from a comedy side. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Are your parents funny or do they not have a sense of humor at all? I think my mom does, but my dad's probably like the least funniest person I know. I think more the former. Yeah, like he's maybe tries every now and then, but it's not particularly funny. But... I really bad dad it. jokes. No, I don't. I don't even think he's got that. Like that would be that would be impressive for him if he could pull off a bad dad joke. <laughs> I, 
I think the stuff about what you do when you try to do comedy, like the open my stuff, as I said earlier, doesn't play, might not play with a different audience. But I think the things about like people talking to you as if you both do comedy, uh-huh. like the things you guys have in common that you must hear from people that make us like, oh, like yeah, uh-huh. people always think we're funny and we're not. I don't know. You're very yeah. funny. Sorry. Don't. <laughs> but you're funny on stage. Are you? You're not. Are you funny in real life? You said you were like shy in real life, but you're funny on stage. I, sure, I'll, I'll take that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll stop making him feel awkward. <laughs> Everybody, put your hands together for Max Yay! Hey, you're next. I like your hair today, Arjun. I like that it looks like it has product, but it probably you just like this is just you now. I like that you're being fucking real, bro. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I wish I had more weed. I'm starting to come down. Put your hands together for Arjun Banerjee. Yay. I don't know, Pam. It seems like you've had enough weed. You know what I mean? It seems like we should just put it away, you know? Because that was great. I do look super good today, uh, but I look good every day. You know what I mean? Wake up every morning, look in the mirror, and I'm like, God damn, is it good to be me. You know what I mean? So full of confidence. Did that sound believable? Did <laughs> you? Okay, good. It's not. I'm, I'm ashamed of my body. Look at it. Anyways, actually don't look at it. Everyone turn around. Everyone turn around so I don't have to... I'm taking my jacket off because... Yeah, woo, we're going wild today. I'm high and nobody's here, which means high energy comedy on the way. It's just going to be a fucking whirlwind of comedy. I mean, we've started because as you can tell, it's not very focused. Hell yeah. That's that's what I meant by whirlwind. Did you guys get it? I am a riffin. Here's something that'll be... I I don't think that... Who here hasn't? You, you two. You two haven't heard this bit. Maybe, Anthony, have you heard this bit? Dude, Dude, just look into the future. Come on, dog. What are you fucking doing? If you're not looking into the future to make your decisions, how can you possibly know, be sure of anything? If you can't use your clairvoyance to see the consequences of your actions, how are you possibly able to confidently act? Come on, guys. Anyways, I've been very anxious about my future. Anyways, I get it. Do you guys get it? Because we can't, and therefore life is terrifying. It's just a non-stop roller coaster. It's it's all Space Mountain. <laughs> It's going in random directions. You can't see where it's going. It's like if you had to steer Space Mountain. That's life. You know what I mean? Just dark, random turns, and you have very... Hey, that's funny. I should tweet that. Okay. But I feel like nobody wants to be like, here's a 21-year-old's opinion on the fundamental nature of life. No one's out looking for like, hey, going down... No one's... No... No, like, public policy person's like, Doc, eh, tell me, what do the 21-year-olds think about life? Nobody's that like that, you know? Who would who would want to know what people think? Um, no public polling. Anyways, actually, they probably would, but it wouldn't be... The reason it'd be used... It's not... It's not a, it's, okay. Okay. Here's my bit. Whirlwind of comedy. How much time have I done? And don't you dare say one minute. Two minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. I don't think that... You know what? I can't do the bit. Here's a different bit. You, I, uh, you have plenty of time. Do whatever you want. Okay. You know what? I'm running, I'll run the light. Hell yeah. That's, that's the advice I got. I, you think it's okay to, lo- to say you had chemo when it wasn't? No, right? 
that seems like one of those like would that re- is that a james gunn level tweet if you were to say like i have chemo and you did it that would be wrong right you getting big but would it like is it politically incorrect you know what i mean right is it okay for your career I mean, I know that, okay, you know what? I said this somewhere else and I thought it was funny and it wasn't. When I go to the gym, I get turned on by how hot I'm going to be. I'll be doing like 10 pound curls just looking in the mirror like, hell yeah. If I just keep doing this for like six months, I'm going to be so goddamn fuckable. And I've been thinking that once a month for 10 years. So... It's not going well. I, uh, um, uh, I don't think that white people deserve to feel white guilt, but I do believe they deserve to feel sunburned. Uh, like, I don't think they should punish themselves and, like, flagellate them, their backs, but I do believe the sun should turn their backs red anyways. You know what I mean? Whoa. That was clever. <laughs> What I just said, get it, flagellate to make their skin back, but then they're red backs anyways. That's what I'm going to call white people now, red backs, not necks, red backs. Anyways, uh, it sounds more offensive, you know what I mean? Backs, because red back sounds like wet back, which is a slur. But redneck's not a good enough slur. We need better slurs for white people. I'm going to start one, red back. There it is, because that implies they work with their shirt off, which is dirty and low. Anyways, okay. You guys get it? I'm being ironic. Am I? I don't know. Anyways, who cares? Let's have fun. I don't... I don't like how confident I am. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm a pretty confident person. But I don't like how the level of confidence I'm at. Because right now I'm confident enough where people don't like me. But I'm not confident enough where I don't care what people think. Uh... (laughs) It's a horrible middle ground where it's just like, you know, I need all of you to love me, but I am better than all of you. It's it's a bad place to be. Okay. Arjun! Banerjee! Yay! I'm going to start out with a big compliment. I'm going to say that your riffing and ranting reminded me of Joe Gorman. Aww. Like that you just talked about whatever the fuck you wanted to talk about, but it was energetic and engaging and it was a train wreck but it was a followable train wreck like the like it wasn't like your transitions were too crazy and you were saying really funny things it was unfocused but it was great riffing uh and then the only thing i would say you said something about you've been it was a great joke about looking in the mirror with the things for 10 years and so then which would mean since you already told us you were 21 that you were 11 so I feel like that opens up a window for you to talk about scrawny 11 year old Arjun like standing in front of the mirror like 8 inches or 10 inches smaller shorter and just like what you were thinking like I'm gonna be like 11 year old Arjun confidence with weights but you had a really you had a really good set unfocused but very funny Uh, I think you could turn your 20, no one wants to hear what a 21 year old says about life into a pretty good punchline at the end of like a coherent thought. Like, I don't know, I, I assume that was riffing, but like, that could be hilarious at the end of something where you you just kind of go off for a while, that's planned with maybe like a couple punchlines in the middle and then, like I would really crack up at the end of that. <laughs> okay, I'll, put, I'll, I'll, I'll write a joke. <laughs> 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 but with that's the end punchline, okay.
what's it called uh adding on to like the whole sunburn part like uh, you could talk about some type of murder case where the sons killed the parents <laughs> and just reference them just like am i right menendez brothers ah. you know and then like you could, you could say like that one can always just keep on going because there's always those type of murder cases you know but that's if you want to get into that sunburn Ah, where the son burned the parents. Ah, you can be like, looks like he didn't have any sunscreen on. The, the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the who? You know, the... Uh, from CSI Miami? There it is. Like, yeah. Sweet. Or it could be a lot order thing, because apparently he... Dun, dun. Everybody clap wildly! Arjun Banerjee! Everyone's growing as a comic. Isn't it nice to see? Uh, we have two comedians left, and um, we have to just truncate it a little bit on the comments, but we have still have room to give comments. So put your hands together right now for Angelo Fu. What you looking for? Who you looking for? Who you looking for? Me? Me? Thank you all for being here. <clears throat> this is a great crowd. Um... I'm gonna just say some things. Uh, I do I look like someone who goes to a club a lot? No, sorry, not to a club. Do I look like someone who goes to the club a lot? You guys can answer. I see some head shakes. What kind of club? Uh, the dance club. What kind, what's what's a normal kind of club? What you know the, the the club? What kind of club is that? The weed club. Not the weed club. Well, I mean, sure, if you're lucky. Tennis club. No, I'm talking about like a discotheque, but I can't say discotheque. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't go to clubs that much, but I had some thoughts when I was at the club. I went to the club last Friday because I just finished my job, uh, ended, goodbye. And I had some thoughts. The club is weird because it's somewhere where women pay for seating and alcohol with attention, uh, which I think is pretty odd. And then poor men pay for attention from women with dancing. And I am an okay dancer, but I watched my friend who's a great dancer do this very well. He, great dancer, super energetic, tall dude, strong cheekbones. Um, and he's dancing. This girl comes up to him. He's like 6'2", maybe. This woman was like 5'11". And she was into it. You know, like club style into it. Turns around, shakes everything, does this. Um, and it was awesome. And I was so proud of him. Is that the emotion? I was proud of him. And... Uh, I turn around, the lady's gone, and I'm like, well, that was fun, and we kept dancing. And then five minutes later, I see her with this other dude, doing the same thing, really into it, turning, shaking, doing this. Uh, and I was like, oh, what happened? Like, you know, I assume at disco tech clubs that once the girl's into it, uh, it just kind of, you, you go with it the whole night. And he was like, this always happens to me, man. Um, those tall girls only want taller girls. And the other guy was this white dude. Oh, the first guy was black. I guess that doesn't matter. Uh, the second guy was this dude, but he was 6'4", like two inches taller, and she was super about it. And I think slightly more about it, which I thought was hilarious. Um, so his dancing wasn't good enough to overcome his already uh, kind of tall height. Um, the club is some, also somewhere where you have to do a surprising amount of math. Uh, my first math that I do is, is it worth the cover? Uh, when I think it's like $5 cover, I'm like a $5 cover, as long as I get two more $12 drinks, it'll be okay, which is stupid, because that just costs me more money and alcohol's cheaper at other stores. 
The second math that I have to do, I guess this happens in Vegas. I know I said I don't go to that many clubs, but I guess I go to more than zero. In Vegas, you have to do this math of, are there enough women with me? And that really depends on how many other men there are. And that math is hard. I think for me, you need like three women. I think if I were rich, it would be like two women. Um, but sometimes we're like, we have seven guys, seven's a prime number. I don't know, man, is it like a 13? Do we need 27 women, 31 women? I don't know. Uh, and that, that math seems very unnecessary. I, I was a math major in college and that's still hard for me. Um, only a minute left. I'll do one joke. You guys can tell me if it's good. Uh, I didn't shave this morning. I don't know if you guys can tell. Uh, you probably can't. I can. I wake up every morning, I look in the mirror and I see the tiny little hairs in my face. Uh, and I know no one else can. What, what this has made me very good at is noticing when a woman has a mustache. And that's the end of my set. Thank you. Everybody, Angelo Fu, yay! Stay up there. Uh, yay! How many are you? You're a pretty new comedian. Uh, yeah. Welcome. Thanks. Welcome to the fold. Um, I I think there's some really funny stuff in there. Um, the when you did the first time, I laughed really hard when you said, "I'm proud of him." Is that the right emotion? And then I feel like you can. I mean, and this is a terrible thing. This is me being gross, but I was like, is that the emotion that gives you a boner? <laughs> like that, but I just thought that was, I was so proud of him because that we laughed at. But then if you say, is that the right emotion? Is that the emotion that gives you a boner? I thought that would be funny. That was just a tag that I thought of. And then I really enjoyed your math joke. Um, but I felt like you could put more real math terms in there because mm. the dorkier terms, like the more you help us. So like, you know, three to one ratio versus two, like you could fuck around with some numbers and some percentages right. and make yourself sound. I mean, you're the math guy. So like you can even put in like quadratic or what. I mean, if you're going to do a math joke, fucking do a math joke, you know? Okay. Those are my comments. Yay. But good job, new guy. Yay. Yeah. If anything, uh, like, uh, I was kind of picturing like how you are in the club. <laughs> yeah so like i like well, what would you be wearing like how would you be dancing like would you get a drink would you just chill out the corner you know things like that and then also uh the spanish uh, word for bar like is discoteca right so it's like you know how you it's funny how i want to say discoteque which is discoteca in spanish yeah. so i might be mexican you know <laughs> so, a little rope dope uh how I, I totally riffed the beginning what i had written down was talk about math with bouncers and cover, and then also talk about how women pay for bars with attention. Oh. Uh, was that part funny? I'm okay uh, with a no. I with, can drop that pretty easily. With, with, uh, do, I have to talk? do you guys know what I'm talking about when I say that? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't know if, if you describe it more, it might be funny, or if I don't say it, it might not not be funny. So I was thinking of that kind of personal development phrase, like, if you don't pay with pay attention, you'll pay with pain. Um, and maybe something about kind of like, like getting into negative numbers, like, right. okay, like if you don't get this many phone numbers, then you're like, you know, negative 45 or right. just more, ma more math. More math. More okay. math. More math. If you know, well, and people say, write what you know, and you already told us you were a math major. Yeah. And if you're going to let that out of the bag, then you better fucking make some math jokes. You know what I mean? Like, because then we expect it from you. Right. Like, yeah. Cool. But it was, I mean, how many times, how many times have you done it? This joke? No. Oh, ever, Being on, on stage. stage. I don't know, like six or seven? Wow, times? That's great. Yeah. Hey, everybody Thank clap you. wildly for Angela Fu. Yay! 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 
we have one last comedian and I really appreciate you guys sticking around um, for the joke workshop and it has been really great and thank you so much for paying attention and giving your comments it really is helpful I learn a lot every week here so I hope you guys do too and your last comedian she is also new clap your hands wildly for Regina Fletcher so I don't know about you guys but um, I have trouble following rules in hot tubs uh, I, I trace it back to my kind of chaotic childhood. I, I grew up knowing that I was bi-cultural. Um, uh, that's a shade of the Caucasian American experience where one of your parents is like super white and polite and says like nice people don't swear. And then your other parent is like kind of a Jewish woman meets a sailor, cusses all the time. Um, so I would have these experiences when I was growing up where I'd walk into the garage and my dad is hammering his thumb by accident and goes, oh, shh. And I'd come in and I'd say, dad, nice people don't swear. And then he'd go, Sheila, which is my mom's name. So then I'd go to my mom and say, mom, dad was about to swear, but he said your name instead. And she'd be like, honey, just be glad that we didn't name you Fiona. Um, so yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, the kind of, you know, childhood that I had. So this has, um, manifested itself a lot in the particular area of hot tubs. Like for example, um, do you guys know what is hot, high, and doesn't mix well with reflective pools? 25 year olds on psychedelics. Yeah, that is what some hippie staff member had to say. Um, but that, that was not the only time by far. Um, just to kind of get a read of this crowd, I don't know if people are going to get this one. Um, mm, uh, what is misunderstood keeping the world woke and on its third wave? Coffee and feminism. Um, so this next part of the joke is something that I've tried to only do in more feminist-oriented context. I don't know if this one's going to work out. But um, what's chlorinated, regulated, and has lots of fake boobs? Hot tubs. Oh, yes, yes, European spas that are totally legal and also double as houses of prostitution. Um, yeah, so I, I found myself in one of these fine institutions. And, um, you know, like given my history, I'm trying really hard to pay attention, um, you know, looking at all the rules, paying attention to what other people are doing. Yes, of course, I am the only female guest in this place. And when I tell people about this, I get one or two reactions. One of them is, oh my gosh, you must have been so uncomfortable in that male-dominated environment. <laughs> Please, like I used to do TaskRabbit assignments in San Francisco startups. It is the same thing awkward guys, and food is included. Um, and then the other reaction I get is kind of the opposite. It's like, yeah, right on, sister. Way to support like a female-dominated sex industry that's legal and regulated and safe. I'm like, listen, this is not Gloria Steinem's fantasy of like Playboy Mansion turns into the Kabuki Spa in San Francisco's Japantown. This place is like all vagina, no monologue. Um, so, you know, anyway, people say like, oh, was it a liberating experience? I'm like, well, um, I got involuntarily liberated at the end, uh, into the street without 
having taken a shower. Um, so I, I don't know. Is, 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 it's a deep question. Is liberation voluntary, uh, still liberation when it's not voluntary? Um, so people have talked to me and they've said, you know, you really should record this. You should speak out. Like what happened to you is really unfair. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I should. I'm, I mean, a lot of people kind of see me as a social activist. Um, I, I even get, like, some people tell me I'm, like, the white female MLK, um, which means I write a lot of Yelp reviews. Um, so I'm like, yeah, Yelp. Okay, I'll, like, shout it on Yelp. Um, but the problem is we have, like, no comparable institutions like this in California. So I look up what seems to be the next closest thing that we have, and that is one and two star uh, Yelp reviews of exotic dance companies in Nevada. And I want to share one with you guys, of course. It goes like this. Zero stars. Do not call this company unless you want a pot-bellied, pot-smoking, potpourri-smelling man who can barely dance, won't even put his backpack down during the show because, as he told my friend, he had a gun in it. Listen, I'm just saying in some counties of Nevada, you need to be more specific when you ask for the gun show. Thanks, that's my time. Regina Fletcher, everyone! What did I do? Yay! Uh, I was a little confused at the end. Hey, uh, good job. You, uh, first of all, and I don't mean to like totally trash feminism, but your outfit is great. You look amazing. Oh, and no, I'm no, not objectifying you. Yeah, that is the third wave of feminism. Yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm not doing board. it out of objectification. Mm-hmm. I'm just letting you look. You look fucking great. Oh, um, but at the end, I was like, I was like, I thought you were talking about women dancers, but then you were talking about guy dancers. Oh, gosh. And the switch yeah, okay. wasn't, mm-hmm. the switch wasn't obvious enough for me mm-hmm. to where like, because that's, you want to like trigger that joke and you want it to be obvious for us that you were talking about women dancers and now, poof, no, you weren't. You were talking about men dancers and mm-hmm. that reversal is where the funny is. And like, it wasn't clear. And then suddenly you were talking about guys and I was like, pop bellies and pop, what? You didn't think ladies could have pop bellies? No, I mean, kind of, but I mean. No, it, it, was, it was a guy. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. And I, I got, I just wanted it to be more obvious. Okay. Um, I think that one of the questions, especially if you do wear an outfit like that, you said one of the questions they asked was, and I wanted them to say, are you wearing any underwear? <laughs> uh, but that was just me thinking that. Okay. And I, I, I mean, hot tubs is a great thing to like use as a, a solidifying crux or a, a, like a touchstone to keep coming back to. And you kind of did, but you kind of didn't. It was like, like it was happening, but I wasn't like, like I wanted you to get to the hot tub stuff and I didn't, I, I don't know. It was like, it was there, but it what it was like, we were all in the hot tub with you, but we weren't like, mm-hmm. it wasn't, the heat wasn't turned up enough. Am I being too metaphorical? I don't know. Maybe that's my point is that you were being too metaphorical and I didn't necessarily mm-hmm. get like, wh- like you'd start a thought and you'd go and then you'd go somewhere else. And I was like, Oh, are we going to go back to that thought? Mm-hmm. But there's just mm-hmm. something about being new. I just like, write everything down and then find the places where you're like, oh, that's my joke. And then you sort of like cater yourself to be like, punchline. Mm -hmm. Because you have some in there. I think that we didn't know where they are. And I think that maybe you don't know where they are either. So it's just about like writing it out and talking it out until, because they were there. It's just like, you got to like uncover them, really let them be there. You know, like you had some reverse. I'm, I'm talking around myself. I'm sorry. But I mean, 
like really great for being super new. Like you have great stage presence. You're super loud. Use the microphone really well. You never like moved it in a weird direction. I could hear everything you were saying. These are all super, super positive things. Um, you were making eye contact with everybody. That's awesome. Like all of your basic skills are already there. Now it's just like just tweaking and honing the material. Other people. Like, um, I'd like to all hear like what's like how you feel about your day type of thing because of uh, a good way especially starting off is to just get like in, in understanding the emotions mm -hmm. so like whatever emotion you're feeling that day like just kind of go into it and just see what happens like my emotion right now or my emotion being kicked out of a hot tub uh right now okay. like yeah that because like what, what i saw like i was getting the stories and with all that at the same time i wanted like to see what was like a, like an emotional like connection because it felt like at the time it was like a, just a story type of thing. Okay. So like yeah. I, I want to see more of the person. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's okay. that's helpful. Thank you. You clearly have a performance background. Like what were you? What was your performance background before you decided to do comedy? Um, I I did children's entertainment for a couple years and just um. You know, being in like very little theater companies, little film production. You have a teaching. theater background. Yeah. No, that's great. Mm -hmm. And you teaching, you've been in front of people. No, yeah. That's obvious. Like you have all of those. So a lot of people, when they start comedy, they don't even have that. So you're like already above that. And you already have started writing. You have, I mean, you yeah, just right, did, you just did like five minutes of material. So kudos, like good job. Just keep doing it. Yay, everybody clap wildly for Regina Fletcher. This has been the Joke Workshop. Thank you guys for sticking around. We'll be back next week. Coming up next is FTW Forever Two Wheels. Yay! And, um, hey, cool. I, I don't know what else to say. Bye. Yay! Sound check. Enzymes, scare various. You know it sound fresh. Head up in the clouds. Yeah, I'm still a nigga ground it. Yes, this is how it goes down. It's the champion sound. Ain't no way to get around it. Bless. Like I smoke hella weed today. I gather my knees and pray. Do it so easy. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m.
Subliminal SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak ceiling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner than you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, 
corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located 